Hey, Caleb here. It's Tuesday, July 27th. Welcome to The Kevin White Show, formerly known as Audacious Generosity. This is the podcast helping you live, transform, and prosper in the presence of God. On Friday, August 6th, Kevin will be sharing part two of a powerful message from God's Word entitled, God Guides, God Provides. I hope you'll join us for this international live broadcast from the USA via Zoom, YouTube, or Facebook at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, August 6th. Details at kevinwhite.us. We'll see you there. Okay, now here's Kevin with today's show. Thank you so much, Caleb. I just love our team and how they make this show sound like a rock star. I'm excited to be hosting the Kevin White Show, and I welcome everyone from the U.S., India, Thailand, Uganda, the U.K., Australia, Germany, Japan, China, Canada, Mexico, Afghanistan, Singapore. High five to everyone who has subscribed, reviewed, and are sharing this show. Well, on today's episode, I'm going to continue what I call Word Talk. Last week, we started it. If you missed last week's episode, you'll want to go back and grab that. But this is based upon my third book, What's Your Word, which will be out in March 2022. I know it seems like it's a long way off, but it really isn't. In November 2021, my second book, Get to the Point, about a passionate pursuit for the presence of God will be released everywhere on Amazon worldwide. And then in March 2022, my book, What's Your Word, is going to be released in four editions. I finished the business edition. I'll be adding in a nonprofit edition, a church edition, and an entrepreneur's edition. And I'm excited to be offering these four editions to What's Your Word. This book helps you identify your why, eliminate your noise, and prosper everyone with one single vision word for success. And in today's episode, I take you into the second part of a training day that I call Watch Your Word Training, and this is Word Talk Part 2. Let's dive into today's episode. Um, I want you to to just um, consider some of the best and worst words. So Apple is known um, for their logo to be very simple and easily identifiable, just the, the Apple. Um, Apple style is more photos and videos and less text. If you go over to their website, you're not going to be reading uh, textbooks. You're going to be seeing incredible visual beauty in their photos and videos and their products uh, with very minimal text. Um, Apple's design is clean and simple. Their website is centralized communication point for all of their employees. Their website is mobile first. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to explain in just a little bit the importance of this. Apple's word is smart. That is one of the best examples of a best word. They start with why in their word smart. They eliminate noise through their word smart. And when that word happens in, app, in the life of Apple, 
in their company, everyone prospers. And we'll talk about that as we get into it. But Amazon has a great word. Their word is buy. Every product on Amazon comes with a buy now button. And Apple succeeds every time someone buys, but not just uh, Jeffrey, their owner, uh, but their employees succeed, the environment succeeds, their customers succeed, everyone prospers. Chick-fil-A's word is eat. We're going to spend a lot of time just using these three companies as illustrations today. Um, and But every time a customer at Chick-fil-A eats, they are prospered. Chick-fil-A prospers, their vendors prosper, their employees prosper. But there's also some not so great words. Uh, as I shared in my video, Walmart's word is shop. Walmart offers acres of products, but they only open three of their 49 cash registers. Um, they allow long lines for people to check out. Uh, it takes time for people to check out. It takes time to drive to Walmart, to walk their acres, to find what you're looking for, and then, then to check out. Walmart's word is shop. And while that's a good word, it can be a fun word. It can be even um, something people will print on their T-shirts, born to shop or on their coffee mugs, born to shop. Uh, it's not a condescending word. It's a positive word. It's still not a great word compared to buy. You and I could walk into Walmart and spend three hours shopping, never buy anything. And Walmart gets nothing because we went in there. But we can spend 30 seconds on Amazon and we could spend hundreds of dollars because we buy. And there's a big difference between shop and buy. And so you need to see the difference between best words and worst words. Um, I swim at Triangle Aquatic Center. They are one of the premier facilities of competition pools in the Triangle area. When you go to any pool, what's on your mind is the word swim. That's a great word for a pool, for an aquatic center. I have witnessed, though, lifeguards back during the pandemic. They had rigid schedules of people that could come, let's say, from 8 a.m. until 9 a.m. to swim. And if it was not exactly 8 a.m., they would require grown adults to sit on the edge of the pool until the clock struck 8 a.m. And the word became wait. And it was a frustrating, condescending, humiliating word. And adults didn't like it. And I saw all of this feuding and frustration as a result of their great word swim being transitioned to a worst word wait. Um, every one of us have eaten at restaurants where we gave them the word gross. And that's a worst word. No restaurant wants anyone who comes in and eats to have the word gross attached. Maybe even in the pandemic, you've ordered out and what used to be so delicious on the plate in that inside their dining room is now gross 
when it's cold, it's been flipped over upside down and it was rushed or whatever. And now all of a sudden what you were anticipating as delicious is now described as gross. That's a worst word. Um, one time my wife and I and family had photographs made uh, for a church directory and it was librarian type shops. And you got to know my wife, Shelly. She does not like traditional um, displays of, of uh, backgrounds and, and settings for family photos. And so they were trying their best to get her to buy some photographs. And she was trying to be kind and just like, no, this is not really my style. And they kept flipping through, what about this? And she would say, um, no, I don't really like my hair in that one. Or, or the, uh, our daughter's dress is not set right on that. And the, the photographer, as he was showing her the display, literally told my wife, I can't help the way God made you. Needless to say, she did not buy any photos. That was a worst use of words. A photographer's word is beautiful. And we'll talk about that. But there are actually worse and they're great and worse words. Well, there are common words as well. Las Vegas word is. What's what's the one word that comes to mind when you think of Las Vegas? They're called. Sin City. Uh, Florida's word. We got Leanne from Florida. Florida is known as the what state? Sunshine? Yes. Sunshine's. Sunshine state. Yes. That's a common word for Florida's. Virginia is for? Lovers. Lovers. Yes. So many people have been using their one word, vision word for success. All of these like if you really want to sin big, go to Las Vegas. If you want to, to really get your vitamin D, go to Florida. And if you're ready for romance, go to Virginia. Those are common words. Hey, it's Caleb. Kevin will be right back. Kevin White is an international speaker and best-selling author who loves helping people everywhere to prosper in God's presence. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. As founder and executive director of Global Hope India, Kevin has traveled over 1 million miles to 27 different countries, speaking to thousands of audiences throughout India and the world. Visit KevinWhite.us for Kevin's books, one-minute motivation series, and podcasts. Visit KevinWhite.us today. For over 20 years, Global Hope India has been empowering the church in India as they make Christ known. Visit globalhopeindia.org and learn how you can pray, give, and go. Over 1,000 people have served on one of GHI's short-term mission trips to India. Now you can join a virtual mission team to India. Visit globalhopeindia.org today because everyone should have access to hear about Jesus. Okay. Now back to the show. Well, a photographer, every photographer on the planet has a common word, and that is beautiful. Now, you might be wanting to use different words, and that's okay. But in general, a photographer's word is going to be beautiful. The people on the other side of the camera are going to want to feel beautiful. A photographer is going to want their photos to be displayed in homes and museums and offices around the world as beautiful keepsakes. A realtor's word is closed. 
A realtor can waste a lot of time finding the right location, uh, showing people from house to house to house. But if that potential client cannot close their contract, the realtor can waste a lot of time. And so every it's not until that contract on a, on a home trans, transfer is actually closed that the realtor makes any money. Manufacturers, distributors, and service providers' word is paid. They make no money until they get paid. And we'll talk about the dilemma that many entrepreneurs face because they are much better fixing a heating and cooling unit or cleaning a house than they are in getting paid. But they can go bankrupt even though they've gotten masterful skills if they don't know how to get paid and how to use their vision word for success, they can be bankrupt. Starbucks, the Angus Barn here in Raleigh is a very famous restaurant. Even the original mattress factory, their word is signature. They're known for their signature. Starbucks has taken a common cup of coffee and made it their signature brand. Anywhere in the world, most, most people today in 2021 can say the word Starbucks and we immediately know they're talking about coffee. And in, in Raleigh, North Carolina, if you say Angus Barn, everyone knows you're talking about a good piece of steak. And the original mattress factory is known for their, their own um, mattresses. An HOA's word, a home homeowners association, their word is value. You, we probably have heard all kind of disputes and frustrating um, stories about HOAs, nightmare stories. But if they lose sight of their word value, they're going to have um, lots of nightmares. Most coffee shops and bars, their common word's going to be drink. They make money. Everyone prospers as people drink. Um, here we have convenience stores named Sheets and Circle K, where people get their gas and their beverages and um, their, their items. And the word is convenience. They, they need to understand and value their vision word for success, which is convenience. A surgeon's word is opportunity, whether it's a brain surgeon, a lung surgeon, uh, a foot surgeon, they are providing that patient extended opportunity. A chiropractor's word is alignment. A mechanic and repairman's word or woman's word is repair. And only when that broken car or that TV or that iPhone is repaired, do they get paid and everyone prosper. And so just as there are good and bad and common words, there are success and failure words. And so um, in his book, Good to Great, Jim Collins identifies a very thin line between good and great. And he helps us to understand that the enemy of great is not bad, it's good. And we don't want just a good word 
you and your life. And if you're an entrepreneur, your business is full of great words. I'm sorry, full of good words. But there is one word of all of your words that's really going to stand out as your vision word for success. And you can spend a lot of time. Let's go back to a realtor. A realtor can spend a lot of time on clients showing them house to house, helping families. Family is a good word. Client is a good word. House is a good word. But those are not as a great word as closed is because that realtor can do all these showings. Five, They could set a goal of 500 showings and make no money. Or they can set a goal of three closings and make lots of money. And the differences between good and great. I was in um, a business. I started a business called Freedom Managers. We provided by the hour business management services to heating and cooling guys, cleaning ladies, all of these entrepreneurs. In three years, we had 10 employees and 62 clients. And we were their back office. These were companies that could not afford a business manager full time. So we sold them hourly business management services. And we found two things. All 62 clients shared. They had shoe boxes full of receipts that had not been um, accounted for. And so as a QuickBooks Pro advisor at that time, I hired bookkeepers um, that would take their shoe boxes and turn them into, into very organized bookkeeping in QuickBooks. And it helped them to know their cost of goods sold, their profit, their losses, all of that. Um, you probably have seen the show Shark Tank. Kevin O'Leary, one of the sharks, con constantly drills into the would-be presenters, looking entrepreneurs looking for an investment that a business has to know their numbers. And very few of these 62 clients knew their numbers. They were skillful at taking your broken heating and cooling unit and making it work, or they could clean your home, or they could do a variety of other trades and skills, but they did not know their, their numbers. They were horrible at bookkeeping. So we solved that problem for them. The second thing that discovered was that they had all of these collectibles, uh, receivables out there. They had clients, that just had not paid them. Some were now over six months old and they had to just be written off because they could not go back and defend that that client had not paid them or that they had sent the, the invoice or, or any of that. But there were some that were within 60 days and we were able to go after and collect tens of thousands of dollars uh, in, in helping them. And the primary reason that they were in this problem is that they had all of these good words driving their attention, but they weren't focused on the one great word that would give them sustainability. And that was the word paid. And by helping them to see the difference between their good words and their great words, they 
were able to begin to thrive, not just barely survive, but to thrive. And so in this point, I want you to understand failure is just a word away. And it could be the difference between a great word and a good word. And you're either heading toward failure or you're heading toward success. And it, and it really comes down to the words that you are using. All business is intrinsically good. Businesses help people. Businesses solve problems. Businesses allow billions of people around the world to feed their families. Tonight, businesses are a gift that blesses everyone. Success is within every business, and it's found in your personal vision word for success. There are three T's that we'll talk about in this afternoon's session for word domination, thankful, thoughtful, and truthful. Everyone thinks thorough is going to be one of the words. And these three will allow your word to be a thorough uh, use of your word. But you can take the word paid, for instance, and plaster it all over uh, a heating and cooling company's website and brochures and uniforms, and they still never get paid. The, the, the ability to dominate with your word is to use it thankful, thoughtful, and truthful. If Amazon all of a sudden stopped offering Prime, saying we're going to give you Amazon Prime, which basically means you're going to get free shipping. And in most markets, you're going to get it within 24 hours, maybe 48 at the longest. Uh, today. Um, but if if Amazon Prime all of a sudden became Amazon sometime and you have no clue when it's going to arrive, that does happen. But if that happened 99% of the time, no one would believe Amazon Prime because they had lost their truthfulness of the you of the of the word buy. And so we'll talk in very detail about that. There are three word tests for success that we'll go over this afternoon. Value, ease, and needs. Value, ease, and needs. And we're going to go through each and each of those word that uh, those tests. So Amazon's word buy is tested by value, ease, and needs. And we'll walk through that. Chick-fil-A's word eat is tested by its value, its ease, and its needs. Apple's word smart is tested by its values, its ease, and its, and its needs. Uh, it, every word needs to communicate value, be backed up with value, with removing barriers, making it easy, and meeting felt needs. So needs is that element of meeting felt needs. So that concludes our word day uh, for, for the word talk. Thank you for listening to the Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode.
This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of life, transformation, and prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence, made possible through Jesus Christ. Join us again next week for Living the Dream with Kevin White. For Living the Dream with Kevin White.